All right, welcome back to the game. I put it there in the chat in case you nice. needed to see it here. But is Terry mm -hmm. a top 10 wide receiver? He's certainly getting it paid like one. That's right. He is. But we've had this discussion many times over the I'm, last I'm ready year. to remove Stoner but, from this from this chat. I mean, here. come on, you guys can't you can't argue what? with me about if he's a top 10 receiver. He's not. It's okay to say that he's not a top 10 receiver. Like you said, he's going to get paid like a top 10 receiver because contracts are all about timing. Was Kirk Cousins the best quarterback in the NFL when he uh, signed with Minnesota and got the number one contract at that time? No, but it was time for him to make a deal, and a team was desperate, and therefore he got that contract. But no, Terry McLaurin is not a top 10 receiver. That's okay. That doesn't mean he sucks. Doesn't mean I don't like him. But he's a he's a top fifteen receiver. Top ten? No way. Trev, are you saying he's top ten? Nah, dog. He's not top ten. I'm gonna be realistic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, he's top twelve to fifteen, like Stoner said. Because right now I'm gonna attempt to name ten before that. We'll see. A little help. Ready? Here we go. Uh, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Stefan Diggs. Um, DK Metcalf. Yeah, I said DK Metcalf. I did. Devontae Adams. Um, you want some help? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Thank you. DeAndre that's Hopkins. seven. DeAndre Hopkins. That's eight already, right there. Uh, um, help me. Yeah. Now, now start to help me out with the names that we're just not remembering, even though they're out there. Eight. Mm. AJ Brown's probably not there. No. Um, CD um, Lamb's probably right in his neighborhood, mm -hmm. but he's not better than. Uh, gosh, I mean, I have to go look at a list, but exactly because I'm trying to. Here, okay. Let me let me help you out here a little bit. Yeah, in okay, this that's, regard that's here, Dan, or I'm not going to help you. Not I'm not going to help you guys name receivers that are better than Terry McLaurin. That's just yeah, not happening because I got them not all happening. Now. Okay, Let's here's here's where I'm going to help you out here, and this is going to be a part of our Terry McLaurin discussion here. And or Orlovsky, and uh, let me let me actually Buttercup Orlovsky. Uh, <laughs> share it on the screen. Say oh, Tyreek Hill. That's ten. Boom, bang, bing. Yeah, bang, there you bang, go. Right. So get rid of our brand so there you, you can go. see our faces. Oh, oh Mike Evans for sure. Else. Um, yeah, Mike Evans. Dan Orlovsky. Danny O here tweets out number one wide receivers change how defenses play an offense on yep. Mondays. Defensive coordinators sit down and ask, mm -hmm. what are we going to do with blank? Mm -hmm. Those wide receivers are and these. This is his list. Diggs, Tyreek, Chase, Devonte Adams, Keenan, Jefferson, Ooh, Mike yeah, Evans, mm -hmm. Michael Thomas, Cup, mm -hmm. D hop, DK and Debo Samuels. Right. All true. Yeah, I agree. All true. Although you have Trevor, to, get, have to that's call true. you out without listing Terry McLaurin, by the way. I didn't think you had DK when we did our uh, start bench cut. I don't think you had I, DK over Terry. Maybe he did not. No, I didn't. I didn't. You can okay, call me but, out. But this day and age, just be, I mean, today, yes. Sorry, it is what it Changing is. Changing his tune. <laughs> Trav saying ain't so I mean, he's had He's had 2,000-yard seasons with my next-door neighbor as a quarterback, which is great, but, like, nobody is really being like, oh, what, how do we stop Terry McLaurin? Like, if 
Right. Nobody's really doing that. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. But that list, yeah, you have to game plan for Stefan Diggs. You have to game plan for Devontae Adams, D Hop, and Tyreek. You have to game plan those because those are all little game changers. Terry McLaurin is not necessarily a game changer. He's just a really good wide receiver. He'll get you a thousand yards, but that's overshadowed by wins and losses and the quarterback play. No one's talking about Terry McLaurin's thousand yard re- until it's time for him to get paid. Honestly, think mm-hmm. about it. Nobody really what, is. What about this here from P Dub with yeah. a good QB? Maybe, maybe. Is, is that does that make him top yes. ten with okay. some good QB play? Yes, me, because he's on the outside looking in right now at between twelve and fifteen. Yeah, I think that helps him. Okay, right. But also, you know what? If he was six five, he'd definitely be better as well. Also, Ooh. also, if he, um, if he didn't. If he ran a four one, yeah. If he ran a four one, he'd definitely be better as well. He runs about a four three, right? Do the, I don't believe in I the so. if. I don't believe. I don't believe in as metaphor says, it's grading on a curve. You can't grade on a curve when you're talking about production. You can grade on a curve when it comes to contract negotiations, but when you're listing the receivers, you have to list and what they've done and not say, mm-hmm. "Well, he's had bad quarterbacks." Fine, he has had bad quarterbacks, but he hasn't. Proven. Eight of them, by the way. He hasn't proven eight bad that he's better than all of these yet. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. he's got a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now maybe he can prove that he's a top 10 receiver. Yes. Right now, he's just not. Sorry. He's top 15 for sure. He, for sure. sure. I, I don't think anyone's going to argue that he's top 15. Dave, Dave in D.C. here does say that he's a top 10 lineup. And that he would take him over most of the guys we've listed. Amazing athlete and person. Just wait till he has a semi good QB. Stone is pretty big on this. He doesn't care how good a person is. And and shout out uh, Le from Declassified. Uh, They he also has this mindset. He wants his number one wide receiver to be a diva. Right, right, right. And Terry McLaurin is not a diva. He is. He is a team captain. He is a team player. He is a football player. He, you will let him date your daughter. He is that good of a person. But but doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the football field. (laughs) Yeah, not at all. Uh, So he could be a great person, a great athlete. I mean, I hope he's a great athlete in the NFL. But if he's not a dog out there on the line of scrimmage, if he's not making, like you said, teams be like, yo. Terry McLaurin, we might have to like, you know, da da da. It's just like hasn't oh, he though? Hasn't hasn't haven't they game planned against him? Isn't that one of the no, things? Is we see no, him double teamed they, all the time. This because, man was producing. No, okay, because, I can't believe I'm having a fight for my man here because they they game. He was plan. producing on double teams. He was producing Bro. with below average QB play. Eight yeah, QBs, but, not but, a single darn one of them. What you can tell me was top sixteen. QB. Okay, so here, so that's my point. All you had to do was double team him because they knew the quarterback couldn't even get those receivers that Dan Orlovsky listed. Thousand yards. Those receivers that he listed can beat double teams with good quarterbacks, and he defenses, was. No, hold on. Defenses were just like, oh, just put another man on them. That's it. They don't have to game plan the whole week for how do we stop his route running? How do we stop right. his? De- they just said put two defenders on him. The quarterback can't give him the ball no matter what. That's the game plan. Hell, I just game plan. I don't even coach NFL, and I knew how to stop Terry McClure with Taylor back there throwing to Garrett Gilbert. And That's not hard. Right. 
And he produced to the tune of barely a thousand yards. Barely, it wasn't like okay. he was a, it, like. It's not. He's not doing fourteen hundred yards. No. He's not doing sixteen hundred yards. It wasn't eleven hundred. It was like a thousand and two or a thousand and twenty-seven yeah. yards. So that's this pretty, past that's year. Good. To, to, it's to, top to, fifteen good. To give you guys some ammunition, because you guys know I'm the stat guy. I'm the guy who likes to to look at that stuff. To give you some ammunition, he was twentieth in yards this past mm-hmm. season. Bingo. Uh, let's look at 2020 yards. He was looking for Terry McLaurin. He was 13th last year with 1118. Yep. And uh, his rookie year, and I want to remind you, this is a third, you know, round wide receiver. Doesn't so. matter. We're we're talking about how good he is. Not I mean, his peers, that's fair. His he was 32 peers, his rookie year with 919. Yeah, I mean, that's his that's, fellow peers didn't even put him in the NFL top 100. Okay. That one, that one, I think, is a is a, is a pretty big slap in the face there. Nor because has they he made list, a Pro Bowl. They, yeah, they nor did list. he make a Pro Bowl. Matt, I mean, everybody Brandon Scherf made a Pro Bowl. And that yeah. dude can't even finish a season, all right? That's Terry right. McLaurin finished a whole season, a 1,000 yards, and his homies were like, nah, dog. I, I hate <laughs> when this happens, man. We got to, like, dog Terry McLaurin. I mean, I'm not, we're not dogging him. It's yeah, just, right. He was, he's been the most successful with the, the cards he's been dealt with. He didn't but, draft to think he's going to play with eight different quarterbacks. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't think he's going to be a receiver. He would draft him to be a punt returner for Pete's sake. He was, was thrown into the so like you pay him for what he's produced, but he's not a top ten wide receiver. That's all. Two, couple couple things here in the chat that I want to address. <laughs> uh, first off, ever, I, I've seen this a lot. The three back to back one thousand yard seasons. His rookie year, he did not break a thousand. Right. Okay, uh, he well, was at 919 yards. I, so, I mean, it was close, but I see that a lot. And I'm just a stickler for for words have meaning. So it's it's back-to-back 1,000s, not not a triple. And that does kind of matter. He has outproduced quite a few players, to include A.J. Brown, who is, he's being most compared to because, one, he's in division, and, two, he just got paid. Mm-hmm. So Trev's got his hand raised. Prime example. Him, Prime example. Cooper Cup has been a stud. But why do we know Cooper Cup's name now? Because who was throwing him the ball last season? Okay. Who was it? Right. Who was it? I, I also been, have contention with this. Cooper Cup has not been a stud. For the last two years, he has. Cooper Cup had, had one Matt Sta- amazing season. What about in 2021? Look him up, Mr. Statman, and I think I'm, he had I'm, a very gonna, good year. I'm, gonna, I'm not – okay, a very good year – what constitutes oh, a very stud. good year? Before I tell you what it is, what constitutes a very good year? Because I, I want to hear this. Well, Terry McLaurin had a winning. very good year last year. Winning. And he, yeah. and he had 11. Oh, yeah. No, yards. winning's great. It's a team sport, Trev. I'm talking individual <laughs> stats here. And everybody okay. wants to talk about how Cooper Cup captain. is elite. I agree that he's a great wide receiver. And I would put him above Terry McLaurin right now because he has something Terry McLaurin doesn't have, which, which is. is the <laughs> quarterback, or quarterback contract and he's also got all, he's got, three, he's got a quite defense, a few things a he also has that one standout season where he was clearly the best wide receiver yeah but if you want to talk about cooper cup being elite and very good seasons then terry mclaurin's had three very good seasons because yeah, last we never year said that was, we never said he didn't no, but he's I'm got a top 10 i'm contending about the eliteness right now sorry we're going on a tangent here with you cooper said cup. top 10 you said top 10 and we said no no you and guys said different okay so cooper cup last year 974 yards before that 1161 his first two seasons combined 
he only had 1,400 yards. He had an 869 and then 566. Last year accounted uh-huh. for more than a third of his entire production career production. What and why are you talking is that? about? Why, well, is that? We, why do we care about that? You what said he's a little I have a problem with that. You got me on a tangent. This year <laughs> and last year, he's been a top five receiver. Yes. Terry McLaurin's had one more extra year, and he, we're just now talking about his Cooper top Cup was not a top five receiver two years ago. Cooper Cup was the number one wide receiver this past year with a good QB, which is what we're trying to argue here for Terry. Give him a good, good QB, and maybe which he is, gives you 1,900 yards. No, maybe no. he gives you, maybe he gives what, you 16 top 10 touchdowns. That's right. the original so, question. <laughs> so let's put this into context into today, into okay. what's going on right now with Terry McLaurin holding out yeah, from as he should. a mandatory minicamp, right? As he should. Should he be paid top five or top ten wide receiver money? He should be, he should be paid A.J. Brown equivalent, and that's it. Okay, well, let me ask you this. And let me ask you this question. If you're the commanders and you're thinking business sense, right? Why don't they do this? Why don't the commander say, look, we're not going to give him the contract that he's asking? Because I promise you he's asking for $28, $29 million, $30 million a year. He's asking for top, top, top money because that's what you do in negotiations, right? Mm -hmm. We're not going to pay you that kind of money. We're going to make you play out your contract. And then next year, if we still don't have a long-term deal done, We'll just franchise you, and you're going to make 27 or $28 million because you're going to make the average of the top five wide receivers. And right now that's about $27, $28 million. Why, don't, why doesn't the team do that? Why would the fans not get behind something like that? Let him play because- it out and then franchise him and so he can make his money and still be with the team. And then if Jahan Dotson is everything that everybody says he is, why would you give him four years, $100 million, where $70 million is guaranteed if you've got Jahan Dotson coming up, who's going to be a number one receiver? Mm, I'm playing okay. devil's advocate. I'm looking at on behalf of the team, not on behalf of Terry. And because we, we don't, they don't want to go into the league year with a guessing game, bro. Like we do that all the time and we have players come up for extensions we have to get this deal done now we because what if we let him play out his contract tears acl week two and he's done are we even going to consider extending him or franchising no. him next year no, okay then smart and then yeah, that's so smart business it is but i but you also Taylor can't McCord. predict injuries so. and i and and i don't think Jahan dotson is drafted to be a number one wide receiver i, I don't think either. he I was he was there in case we already know sideline sideline Samuel doesn't pan out. I think that's why we went and got John Dotson when we did. Because yeah. Curtis Samuel is a big old fat question mark. Right, right. I'm not saying so why we I, got yeah. him. But what but, happens if he turns out to be Stefan Diggs? Oh well, then we—that's good. We've already we've already extended him, and we don't have to worry about him asking for more money next year when we don't have it because we already we have to. Maybe keep Carson Wentz again next year if he performs good. We've got to mm-hmm. get somebody, Deron Payne, if he performs good. We got to do something with his contract. Maybe the money's not there next year because of you who only knows get one what. franchise so tag. If you have, yeah, if you have the chance to get this extension done, 
you do it now. You don't want to go in there playing safe, saying just play out this year, then we'll franchise you next year. Because if he's done this contract, what if he doesn't want to come back from play for us this year? How do we franchise him? We well, don't, you can we franchise him. He doesn't have a choice. He either plays well, for you or he doesn't play. Well, true, but then, but then that, how big is that franchise tag? character we just talked be, about. It could be $30 million. Who knows? I, I mean, next year, I think is twenty million. It's eighteen this year, but we don't have to worry about that because he's wait, still who, under what? contract for wide receivers. I think it's twenty million it's 20 for the million? franchise tag. So might as well just next, go ahead. No, and it's not for next year. Go ahead and look yeah. it up, please, because I'm pretty sure it's around twenty twenty it's, year. It's the average of the top five wide receivers. Ty Hill's making thirty. Devontae is Adams it top making five? 20, 28. Uh, like some hops making twenty seven. Cooper Cup's making twenty five. It's yeah, going to be so about 27, 28 you, million. You, you might have been 30, bro. Some talking here. If that's the truth, it'll be 30, and that's way too much money for Terry McClure for one year. Stoner, I ask you to look that up here. While I'm going to ask Trev a question because you're you're saying pay him now. Yeah. Do you pay think Do you think the wide receiver contracts are going to continue going up? Yes. Or is the bubble, bubble going to burst? Because you do have players like Jamar Chase, Jahan Dotson, if he is, uh, like Bubbles is saying, going to be a top five wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers are coming out more ready now than mm-hmm. they have in seasons past. So you, you can, pay just like a QB, successful teams are winning when they have a QB on that rookie deal because you don't have all that money loaded up into a QB. These mm-hmm. wide receiver contracts, if you can replace like Tennessee did, A.J. Brown right. with Burks, Traylon Burks, is there is there merit for this the wide receiver bubble to burst? Is, is Or do you have to pay him now when it is expensive? This Let's not fool ourselves. This is going to be a costly contract. No matter what. Yes, I, I think you pay him now because, like you said, it's only going to get worse. Christian Kirk got paid, and he's worse than he's not even a top 15 receiver in my book. And he right. got paid. Devontae Adams paid. Like all these receivers, AJ Brown is good, but he's not top 10. And he got not paid $25 like, million. Dollars, so, dude. yeah, like right. you got to get it while the go, like while it's less than 30 million or less than 27 million right now. Because let's say Terry balls out with Carson Wentz, gets 1,600 yards, 20 touchdowns, mm-hmm. um, um, this and that. Now he's going to be asking for like 30, 32 million. Because if Devontae got this and D Hop got that and Christian Kirk got this, right. and I'm Terry McLaurin, I'm a captain in my second year. I'm still producing 1,000 yards with 10 different quarterbacks now. Face you the franchise to, on all the rebranding. Face the already. Like, you don't, you, don't you think from Terry's side that his, his, his bottom, his low end is – that $27 million yeah, that, that yeah, he that can 20, get next year on a franchise tag. So this year, uh, somebody was asking right now what his contract is. He's going into the fourth year of his rookie deal, which is he's getting mm-hmm. like three point something million dollars. His his career earnings is less than Jahan Dotson's at this First point. Year. Right. Yeah. Right. But this year it's like three, uh, it's like three something million. I don't know exactly, but it's three something million dollars. But uh, again, the franchise tag is going to be about twenty-seven million. That's got to be his base level for negotiations uh-huh. to say, "Well, I'm not going to sign for anything less than that because I can just wait and and you can franchise tag me because I know you're not going to let me go." 
So $27 million is where we start talking right now. Well, you might as well just go ahead and sign him for that per year for the extension and get it done. I think the biggest difference in all of these guys, some of the guys that they that have been traded, the Ty Hills, the Devontae Adams, yeah. A.J. Browns and all that, the big difference is what you guys just said, both of you just said. Terry McLaurin is one of the faces of this franchise – of the rebrand, he's mm-hmm. everything that you want in a football player. That's where the he's a great guy, he's a great athlete, all that comes into play is in contract right. talks. You cannot afford to lose McLaurin. No, because know that exactly. You're people like him come a dime a dozen. So far, by watching Jahan Dotson's press conference, everything he's kind of emulates Tim McLaurin, but you. Terry McLaurin is a, a grinder, head down, not a diva that some people want as a wide receiver. Number one, he comes mm. in, goes to work. Art he's Monk a cap- wasn't a diva. He's a ca- well, uh, yeah, not with he's media a, at least. A captain his second year, drafted as special teams, turned to a, a number one wide receiver. Like these kind of diamond in the roughs, you cannot slip up. And he is a true diamond in the rough. So I agree with yeah. you, Stoner. You you won't find and he has memorable like catches. Like Isn't that one of, of the course. reasons why what kept Art Monk out of He's the durable, of the, the like, Hall of Fame? Uh, the, to fully answer the question here on the contract, uh, he his his cap hit this year is just north of three million dollars. So yeah, forty forty thousand dollars over the three million yeah, so mark. Three million bucks. So, Nathan, why did you mention Indianapolis Colts? Stay the hell away. What? What did you have? You seen anything on on Twitter or something? Because I have. <laughs> yeah. I haven't noticed something that by Terry McLaurin himself. Just saying. From. You saw well, he, liked it. I, I, he, he liked, liked, he, he, liked, liked it. The, he, he liked the, the Reggie Wayne. He liked the Reggie Wayne coaching the Colts post. He liked it. He's yeah. from Indianapolis. And we like to make fun of social media, but that stuff but means it, stuff to me. It these means stuff. Fellas. I'm telling it, you, because he tweeted something. out before that learning and growing. We were OTAs. He tweeted like the day before that. And Terry doesn't normally, you know, he don't do that kind of stuff. But le- why would you tweet learning and growing? contract but, talks and now you like in reggie wayne's tweet about coaching and at the colts and how much da, 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 da. i'm just well, saying let me play a video for you all <laughs> if we okay. don't get we we gotta get this right or else i'm telling you what bro <laughs> <laughs> let me play a video for you ron's okay. gonna be fired this is a the little video i put together all right and <laughs> it's uh, and and I'll explain who it is. I was wondering what that was down there. Yeah, yeah. me too. So you ready? I'm going to play it <laughs> yeah. right now. Okay. There's a market out there for Terry McLaurin who is viewed very favorably uh-huh. around the league. <laughs> if, if there were to be a trade that goes down, I think it's something that happens between now and camp. Because if Terry McLaurin's not showing up for mandatory minicamp and there isn't any progress between now and mid-July, I don't know about you guys, but I can't see him showing up for training camp. Can you? I'd say the chances of him being traded, I'd say it's probably 65-35 in favor of him getting dealt. Who, who was that, Stoner, That's for, Matt for our audio listeners? Yeah, so his name is Matt Lombardo. He's an NFL reporter. He's not yeah. necessarily affiliated with the, you know. He's, the he's not NFL. affiliated with the franchise. He's just no. the league, yeah. yeah, just the league. He's, he's let me just say this. He's a fool because uh, he's simply putting that out there to rile us all up. I mean, because nobody, nobody on this planet 
thinks know? that they're going to trade Terry. And, okay. And let me just say, <laughs> they're not. They are not. All right. Terry. I saw. I mean, I saw what Ron it, it, said that today, yeah. and then somebody tweeted that Nick Saban back in 2006 said he will never be the K coach of Alabama football. <laughs> You're right. Here we are. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. You, you always have to watch what they do. Now, here, here's. Here's where <laughs> so what Trev was kind of getting to. Now I didn't didn't see that part about Terry McLaurin liking that that Colts mm-hmm. post. <clears throat> Pardon me, guys, but uh, there was Matt Lombardo there on Grant and Danny uh, mentioning that he's more likely to get traded. You have uh, Pat McAfee having on uh, mm-hmm. I forget the name off the. On his show, anyways, they mm-hmm. talked about wouldn't it be nice because they're they're Colts people. Wouldn't it be mm-hmm. nice to get Terry McLaurin out there in Indianapolis? Mm-hmm. You got Reggie Wayne. So there's a lot of this talk. People on the on Colts Twitter are mocking mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin up in their god awful. He looks kind of good in that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm not going to lie. I even saw I even saw him in the Baltimore Ravens uh, uniform. Okay, I was like, that one was gross. That's fire, bro. That's <laughs> that one was absolutely gross. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm for purple. the trade, but I don't. I really don't like Ron Rivera coming out saying we're not trading Terry McLaurin. I really don't like that. I do like that. I like it, and I don't. I like it because it's like okay, clarity. But then it's also like, bro, like. If you don't come to an agreement, and Terry is like, I don't want to play here anymore. They are, Trev. They will come to an agreement. But, Trev, Trev, hold on. You can't sit. We've actually blasted Ron (laughs) and company for for coming out and kind of being very open with people possibly being traded because that ruins – the the trade market for that. Uh, So you have if if Terry McLaurin is traded, that's a big if. Not going to happen, in my opinion. But. But if it were to happen, you have to start with a stance of we're not trading this because that's how you get two firsts, right? That's what? how you get like a player in return is by playing hardball and saying, no, I'm not giving you this guy. This guy is worth way more than what you're offering us right now. We're not trading him. Like, okay, well, what if we throw it's, on this? You, what if we throw on that? What would you, business. what would you trade him for, Trev? What would you give? What would you, what would it take for you to be to say, "Hey, Terry, I I know I would let you date my daughter, but I'm going to trade you away to the Colts or the Ravens." What would it What would it take? Give me, you give me a receiver in return plus a first and a second. Okay, first off, none of the teams that are going to trade for Terry McLaurin have a wide receiver to give up. Michael Pittman. That's the reason here. why. That's the reason why they're trading for them. I'm just saying. Hey, I know, but it's a business. It's a business. They'll, Michael they'll Pittman. You, Michael Pittman. What's yeah, that guy's name? T. Y. Hilton. Hey, I'll, <laughs> I mean, you get rid of you get rid of Michael Pittman because you have T. Y. There, which is with a good quarterback. Which, you know, we can. If do. you listen to if you listen healthy, to Colts Twitter, they were not happy with his his. I'm just saying, Michael Pittman, a number one, number two. I'm just saying. That's what I would. I I agree with Nathan though that that they're not going to trade for Terry to be by himself. They're going to we don't he's not you don't know that he if he goes there Mm. and be and with T Y Hilton and Matt Ryan, Mm. it's probably a better chance than Michael Pittman and Terry McLaurin. Just saying, it's in my Mm. personal opinion. Okay, but I mean business is business. That's why you never say never in in business, especially in sports. 
you don't do it publicly. I'm, they I'm have happy. To. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm happy. You I'm came happy. Out. Happy they did that. I'm Bubbles, happy. Did that we don't. We don't time. think he's gonna get traded. No. If it does we happen, I'm just telling y'all, get ready because. Oh, I know this place. Our, this organization can fumble the bag and do that for some strange reason. I mean, hell, we didn't know we were we were trading for Carson Wentz. We didn't right. know that was going to happen. But now that we say we're not trading Terry, more than likely means we're probably going to trade Terry. <laughs> this is my personal opinion. Uh, I, I mean, because we don't know what's going on when he leaves the podium. It's like more than Brown, him. but less than some of those other elite wide receivers. Them, but look, they're offering two first rounds and a player. <laughs> right. Right. We could and look at look. We can get another. We could get whatever, whatever next year. Da, 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 da. I yeah, say do but, it. Mm, we can't pay him. They, they want to pay mentions, him. Trev. I'm just. I got, I got blasted when I said that I would, I would have traded. I'll get Trev blasted. I'll get blasted. Early. I ain't gonna delete my Twitter, JDR. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna take my smoke like a man uh, and my breath like. What's up? I like how I like how uh, Nathan sets you up and then says, "Oh well." Oh yeah, well you yeah. know. Yeah, but he, he asked, asked him the daggone question, right? Right, right. I'm not trading him. You're I not, said, I'm not however, either. like three I'm to not. four months ago, that you know, if the when we're talking hypotheticals, we're looking at QBs and all this kind of stuff. I said then, you know, if the package was big enough, maybe. But I'm not at this point. You, yeah. you you really don't have the chemistry. You don't have if you trade away Terry McLaurin right now, you yes, have, you as you said, sideline Samuel. Bro. No, no, no. Yeah. Here's the here's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, and this is why oh, you okay. want to receive a oh. return, which I'm telling you wouldn't happen because whoever's trading for Terry right now doesn't have a wide receiver core worth trading for. And if you trade away Terry McLaurin, mm-hmm. you have sideline Samuel, as you called him. You have an unknown in Jahan Dotson. You have Cam Sims and Deami Brown who mm-hmm. haven't proved anything. Mm-hmm. You can tell me they have all the potential in the world, and I know that we love the bottom of the roster guys, but right now they haven't shown enough to take over Terry's position. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what you're saying when you trade away Terry McLaurin. It's great. You know, give the RG3 deal, right? Three firsts and a couple seconds and whatnot. Okay, that sounds great, but what are you doing this year? You doing That's the nothing. same question we asked them when we when we did the RG three trade. The same question. And by it the way, it didn't stop them from pulling the all those out. picks that they that the Rams got for RG three didn't turn out to much. No, they busted. Right, so you have but to guess be careful what? about that. The Rams have a Super Bowl. Well, I know, but not because <laughs> well, of those guys. Not, not because yet. of those picks. That was uh, I know. But I, don't know. I personally, yeah, I don't. You don't trade them, but it's a business. No Both one's untouchable. Picker, exactly. Right, no one's untouchable, bro. Pay Terry. End of discussion. Yeah, well, that's the easy the answer. But but my okay. Here's my beef with but that you. Too. But you. Why asked. are why are we why are we attacking someone like Terry McLaurin with with these quote unquote low ball offers that are being reported? Why are we doing that? If he's a captain for our team, he's a thousand yard receiver twice in a row. Yada yada, yada all the accolades. Why do we? Swing Who, for who's saying that we're lowballing him? First off, well, I know, but like, but check reported. the source. But, okay, but let's just say out. it's true. Let's, let's just, just say, say it's true. true. That's, that's my thing. Like, like you've been saying all this time, Trev. That's obvious. Business. That's how negotiations I know. are done. It is, but it's like, 
obviously, I don't know. It's just annoying to me that we know what we have and we still just try. I don't know. It's just annoying. But like I said, I'm not in the front offices. I don't know what's being talked about and right, right, why right. why he's asking for so much money or if he's not asking for so much money and we still don't have the money to pay him. And maybe it's not so high and we still want to pay him. It's not so high. Maybe we but, think 25 a million a year is still too high for him. Maybe we think that. Right. We don't know. Well, let, let's talk some more. Um training camp stuff because i i'd really love your guys's opinions on a couple of couple of okay. guys that i've kind yeah. of um noticed both good and bad okay uh and again it's training camp it's a mini camp but it's still notable that the reports are coming about we all know about the reports about jahan dots and he's doing everything he's catching everything he's everything that they thought he was going to be yeah um what about the praise that AGG Antonio mm. uh, Gandy Golden got mm-hmm. from the tight ends room and from the head coach about how good he's looked. Is that, is that something to where he could slide in as the fourth tight end? Again, we don't care about the fourth tight end, but you got Logan, you got Bates, and then you've got, uh, Cole Turner, the rookie, mm-hmm. I'm sure he and he's another guy on my list I want to ask about. Mm-hmm. But do you guys believe in this talk that AGG's really showing something in the tight ends room? Uh, and is it going to lead to anything? Uh, Evan, you want to you want to yeah, have thoughts yeah, on it because I yeah. have thoughts on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it kind of seems like playing the tight end position fits his skill set more than being a wide receiver that he was. I mean, he was a 50-50 guy in Liberty. He didn't create much separation. You know, that's kind of what you're looking for outside of Gronk and, and Kelsey in your tight end position, you know, to go up and get it, to create a little separation, but for the main thing, to block and go yeah. up and get the ball. And but like that's also against safeties and linebackers yes, compared yeah. to so, defensive And he has backs. the size. And with Logan Thomas – Probably not going to be ready for week one. Definitely that leaves John Bates, who's a second year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you got Cole Turner, who I think is a stud, and he's going to shock a lot of people for some reason. I just think he is. And then you got Samus Reyes, who is not is not there. Then you got who else? Who else was that? Who was Some other guy there? that. Yeah. So AGG is probably going to be the third tight end going into training camp and to the season probably. But will he? make the whole season at that position. I don't think so, but or I think it even benef- play. Yeah. I yeah. think the, the best chances if Logan's not there um, week one, he'll maybe dress as tight end three, whatever. But I think this position fits his skill set better than being a wide out that we thought he was going to be when he first got in the league. But is it really going to pan out? I think it's another chance to make him stay in the league somehow. Nathan, AGG. Uh, I'll say that I'm not buying it. Hmm. It, it's June. It's it's there's no pads. This is mm-hmm. you know this is not a situation. This is a situation meant for him to thrive and look good. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, if, if, if we stuff. get to training camp and we see in person or even the mm-hmm. preseason where okay we're seeing some of this in action and then we can have that praise, then sure. But right now, good. You want you want to hear it. I'm not saying you don't want to hear it, but I'm just not buying it as legitimacy you know, like a legitimate thing and people say this even about dotson okay mm. yeah we know that he looks good and that he's flashing there's no pads but there's no pads and we're not playing press coverage which are no. some of the things that are question yeah, yeah. marks for him right mm. so 
with but, AGG, this this part, I think that I well, I can see AGG replacing Samus Reyes. For sure. One, one Reyes is still coming back from an, from injury. No, wait. Number one is AGG's played football before professionally or in some capacity. <laughs> yeah. Reyes is not. They, so yeah. <laughs> They have about the same amount of tight end experience. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Samus Reyes, here's, you know, it, you know that you're going to get special teams out of either one of these. Hmm. Uh, Samus Reyes is uh, reportedly a better blocker. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I just don't see him – I just – I don't know. AGG, again, you're saying he's our fourth tight end. Okay. <laughs> I mean, right now. Are you keeping four tight ends? Are you going to keep seven wide receivers? You know, there's there's a whole lot of mix there, and I'm yeah. just not as excited about it. Okay. Not buying the hype right now. That's I fair. would like it to pan out because, you know, he's a little bit quicker. Uh, we have um, – mm. Uh, Erie talking about Bates being a blocking tight end almost entirely. He's got nice hands, though. He actually looked pretty good. I mean, I'm not you know not wanting to really compare him to Jason Witten, uh, but he's like Wish or Dollar Store oh, wow. Jason Witten. Okay, <laughs> he he he's not fast, but he finds himself open. He catches the ball and he knocks people over, and I think that's a great tight end too, right there. And that's what I think Bates is going to be good for. Okay, right, so sticking in the in that same room, the reports are glowing about Cole Turner. Yeah, that he is a much better route runner than mm-hmm. they expected. Mm-hmm. Is Cole Turner the real deal? Yes, he is. Uh, he's number one target in Nevada, or I think that's where he was, right? Nevada, Nevada, mm-hmm. yep. and defenses knew it, and he still yep. and and they planned for him. He still balled out. He did have Carson Strong, which is a decent college quarterback at the time. Um, I've seen some of the tape that these beat reporters are showing. He does run some nice routes. He does. He's He's fully extending and and catching it with his hands, bringing it in. I know he's a rookie, but uh, Bates didn't have quite as much praise coming out last year, I think, as Cole Turner has. Mm He just said he has good hands, but there were still question marks. I haven't seen – I mean, Cole, he looks the part. Tall, solid, agile, not, you know, super thick, but not skinny, but just fits the mold. I think he's going to be a great red zone third down target for us for sure. I really do. I think it's going to be a nice battle between him and Bates, honestly, for tight end number two. I'm just, that's just what I'm looking at. Yeah. I I mean, Logan's number one, obviously. Yeah. You got Bates is number two, AGG, and then Cole Turner. So it's kind of a no brainer who's going to be. In that two spot, but I think it's a nice battle between Bates and Turner for number two. I like the reports. Where, where do you stand on this, Stoner? Um, I I haven't seen him in person. Like you guys were able to see him in person, mm-hmm. but I mean, he is look, a big dude. He he is, he, dude. He, ta- he towered even over Bates. Look, we we're not hearing things about Samus Reyes. We're not hearing things. He's been about, on the sideline. Yeah, um, Dax Milne. We're not. You oh, know he's what got I mean? Good running. You hear. Things about guys who are producing, and again, that's not it's past. June, yeah, it's June. It's a mi- whatever. I, I think it's you're going to hear things more, standing more up, about. Standing out. Yeah, yeah, I think you're going to hear I things mean, about the people you're mentioning, though, because AGG switched positions, so people mm-hmm. are inclined to kind of see how that's going. Cole Turner is a rookie this year, but and so people are inclined to see. Like and actually watch him. You're not watching Dax Milne. You got tape on him from last year, 
So unless he's yeah. doing something super impressive, which I would say it's probably pretty hard to do when you're probably not even having Taylor Heineke throw to you. You're probably but having, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, man, who's our chicken tenders guy? Why did I space on his name? Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. When you're having Sam Howell throw to you, you're probably not flashing quite the same way sure. that these other. But guys. also, I just remember like last year at this time, we were talking about Bates. We weren't really hyping him up that well. It was like, okay, it could be. I think there's more hype with Cole Turner this year than was with Bates, which I sure. think says something. Yeah, there's no pads, but like you mentioned, Stoner, they mentioned his route running. That's key for a right, tight end. Right. If 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 he can if he's good route running at a tight end position, that's that's well, a look good who he's replacing. This is this is RSJ's Logan replacement. Thomas. Well, Logan Thomas, <laughs> yeah. Oh Logan yeah, Ricky Thomas Steele eventually. Jones? Yeah. But if you're saying you have a healthy Logan, Logan Thomas, you look at the tight yeah. end team, you know, grouping mm-hmm. last year. It was Logan Thomas. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones and Bates. And so you really, you know, (laughs) oh goodness gracious with Hemingway. You had, you had Bates as that blocking tight end who could occasionally run out and go routes with it. You're right. That's not his designated thing. And RSJ was that move tight end. I think Mm -hmm. that Cole Turner will replace him quite nicely. And Mm -hmm. I, and I would like to see some of those RSJ, those quality RSJ catches from Cole, which was like two. So yeah, <laughs> all right. Stunner, they who's were, next? They were quality. They were quality. Yeah. yeah. Who's next? Um. All right. So now I got. I'm gonna go on a downer side. Okay. Good. I okay, love. Okay. Guy who has not produced very well and has not looked good. Whatever. Is go it time? Yep. I'm ready for this. I is it wait. time? I know who it is. I know who it is too. I think. Is I think. it time to call Jamin Davis? A yes. Yes. I knew. I couldn't. I mean, for is this. it time? All right. No. So I mean, he's not even on, running with the first team on. I was going to say, you saw me on Twitter where Matthew Paris, you know, said he was running with the second team defense and not even David Miracle Whip because I'm not calling him Mayo because Mayo is good on <laughs> cheesesteaks and David Mayo ain't good on anything. So David Miracle Whip and, I like Miracle and, Whip. And Kalik and Kalik Hudson are in front of him taking reps. He came out saying he feels faster, faster, more comfortable, but then you got beat reporters saying he fell down horribly trying to contain somebody who played against all season last year in practice and Taylor Heineke. Hmm. Okay? Yeah. And then Matt was like, well, he did run some with the ones and twos, but that doesn't mean he's productive because he ran with the ones. That just means they're trying to see where he fits. And to come out and say they're trying to see where your 19th pick from a year ago fits on your defense. Right is kind of leaning towards him being a bust. You can you can say all you want about they're trying different combos and that shouldn't happen when guys. you're with your first round pick, bro. William Jackson is not running with the twos. Ugh. Okay. Kendall Fuller's not Cam Curl's not running with the twos. What's all his right? name in My Cleveland that Sweat is not running with the twos. That's Jeremiah not Jeremiah Osu Kamora, whatever his name is, the one that we should have gotten Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, they right. ain't they ain't they ain't putting him in different spots. They know where the hell he's playing. He's right, thriving. right. You say you don't run with the twos unless they're trying <laughs> other guys. You one. You got Khalid right? Hudson, who they drafted down after the draft and picked three hundred and seventy-two, taking reps in front of you. You got David Miracle Whip, who's been on so many different teams in your division, taking reps ahead of you. And you're number 19 a year ago? Right. Bust. Yeah, I, I'm I'm about ready to as well. I'm Come holding on, out Come hope. Come on. Come I'm on, holding out hope. Don't do that to me. And plus, you have to wait till the season. You have to see no. him in season. 
I don't want okay, and it has to be seasoned. I don't want to hear nobody praise them during preseason because that don't count. Okay, uh, I agree. I agree. I, I need to see week one against. I want to see him put Trevor Lawrence on the ground three times and have two picks and <laughs> okay. three and three pass now breakups. I think we're getting a bit excessive, a but I would like to see at Number least 19. you know. I, I think a sack would be a good thing to see. I mean, a pass breakup. Uh, will you be need nice. to see him. I will say this: if he's not starting week one. Yeah, by all means, we'll we'll talk we'll talk that bus talk. But if he's starting and and he starts the season slow, I'm still not going to call him a bust. At the end of the season, if he's been benched or if he's just had a lackluster season, then okay, we can talk bust. But I'm not I'm not willing. This guy has got one year of professional play at this point. I I think that I agree with you, Nathan. But the fact that where we took him in the draft is making me why I think he was a bust. He he was <laughs> sorry, Meta. He was honestly like a date, like a late draft riser. Like he came out like, like the fifth round came to the second round, yeah. and then all of a sudden we draft him at nineteen in the first round by a linebacking head coach who was a stud in his heyday, mm-hmm. along with our defensive coordinator in his heyday. And we reached like this, and we're in year two figuring out where to put our first overall pick from a draft ago a year a year ago. Come on, Nate, man, that's gotta. I mean, what else I'm do we need saying, to see? See, this is June. What? This you isn't. Can, this but he isn't, knows the system. You he can knows spin the system it now. any way you want. You can say, "Oh, they're trying different things and trying this and trying." The reason but, they're trying it is because <laughs> it's not working the way they're doing it. He got. So, Taylor Heineke broke the man down, bro, and you played against him every single day outside of a game last year, and you still can't contain him. Hey, and you're supposed hey, to be sidelined to sideline. Our man Taylor Heineke was ordained by a good portion of this fan base. You pick and, him in the second, uh, he, third round. He, fine, <laughs> but 19, and we were like, uh, try yeah, him at the will. More than Ooh, it try looks, him at the mic. Yeah, Hell, put it's him at a the reach Nickel. right now. They definitely haven't haven't played him properly. I'm just saying, wait and see. It's too early to call him a bust when we're, when we're not even it, into his second season. He's a bust, dog number 19. If he retired tomorrow, call him a bust. But it's too early right, right. now to call him a bust. All right, I got you. I mean, I he ain't got, got no pads on. He's still getting broken down by tears. There's no pads. <laughs> Maybe he's right. better with pads. Um. All right, one more. Uh, from camp, there's getting a lot of praise, okay, and that's um, second year corner Benjamin St. Juiced. They've they've turned him into the slot guy, right? The inside guy, the third corner, because another one of these freak athletes. Yeah, yeah. Jane, but that's Jane a little Davis scary to me, right? Because he's a bigger yep. guy, a taller guy, mm-hmm. and he's got to cover more ground as a slot. But he's getting a lot of praise for playing very well in the slot. Is that what you guys want to see uh, come the regular season? You want to see Jackson and Fuller on the outside and St. Just in the, in the middle? 100%. Uh, Absolutely. But honestly, it depends on who we're playing that week. If we've got some DK Metcalfs on the outside, they've got some AJ Brown now is in our division twice a year and he's, he ain't no small receiver. Right. So I'm just saying, depends on our. I like him in the slot, yes, against our players because our tallest receiver is what six three. Okay, five, so five, of one, course right? he's thriving. In, of course he's thriving against us. He's taller than everybody on our receiving core. 
But I want to see him in the slot going up against Cooper Cup. Can he handle Cooper Cup in the slot? Coop, Cooper Cup is dangerous. Did a lot of damage can from he, the slot. Can yeah? Can he handle Jamar Chase who can play both? Can he handle Thielen and Jefferson can play both? Because we're facing these guys. Can he handle AJ Brown twice a year? Like I'm, mean, you know, what I'm saying. So like, it's good mm-hmm. to hear he's thriving in the slot in camp, but he's also the tallest. He's taller than all of our receivers. Bring him on the on the game on game day, then. Yeah, we'll because we do we see Kendall thriving on the outside. We've seen that. William Jackson, we've seen that obviously. And St. Juice kind of did okay on the outside before his concussion, but now he's playing in. I don't know. It's just I'm not sold on that. Like you aren't mm-hmm. sold on Jamin Davis being a bust. I'm not sold on just St. Juice being the thriver in the slot because he's going up against Samuel, Jahan Dotson, uh Gavin, who's eight years old and, and four foot, you know, people like that. He's nine. That size. Nine. Oh, nine. Like Excuse that. me, nine, nine. Yeah, nine birthday. You know, people that size. So it is yeah, what okay. it is. All right. I'm buying it. I love th- this this one. I thought that that's actually where last year when we were looking at his profile and we're look reading and stuff, that sh- that short area quickness was one of his strengths. And so I thought he would look good. On the inside, turned out he was really good on the outside, and they were going to try Fuller on the inside. Fuller struggled a little bit in the slot, yeah. which was interesting because he performed well there before. Mm-hmm. Fuller performed extremely well. Well, maybe not extremely well, but well on the outside. Mm-hmm. Jackson yeah, had had moments on the outside. If you have those two, then yes, I want to I want to hear and I want to see that St. Juice is going to see some time in the slot and be you know, great because otherwise kind of that similar thing to the linebackers who you put in there, corn elder. Hey, he's been shining in camp right now. I'm just saying Percy Butler has too. just saying Percy Butler is going to see the field corn elder. Maybe hopefully hopefully you only see him. He's going to see the field. (laughs) (laughs) All Panthers see the field. If you have not picked up on that, whether it's one game or not, they all see the field at some point. All right, All right I got a bunch, got we've been talking our butts you got, off. You got, the, you got the list of names. All right, let's move yep. on. We're gonna we're gonna bring it into the cool down. A little bit of a grab bag, and I'm gonna take some more of these guys' time to complain about something commanders oh, related. All that's boy. coming up here on the cool down. Nathan's not gonna be so cool this time. 